on the 18th of October of 2022, the EMA declared officially that safety pharmacological studies were never performed, never, and they were never deemed necessary. That damn vaccine that is deadly, known to be deadly, not because of the mRNA, but just because of the lipids that are packaging the mRNA. That is enough to kill people. Realize that the next vaccines, mRNA packaged in these deadly, deadly packagings uh, are directed against pneumovirus, as Bill Gates declared three years ago, that the first vaccinations against influenza, the flu, are mRNA-based and packaged in the same in the same lipids, virtually all the vaccines that are in use in veterinary medicine are now being transformed to the mRNA platform with the same with the same envelopes, and no one knows about this. It's being done undercover. It's not being told to anyone. Welcome to The Last American Vagabond. I am honored today to be joined by Professor Sukrit Bhakti, MD, somebody who has already spoken with Taylor Hudak all the way back in 2021, making some pretty important claims that have, in my opinion, completely been proven to be correct at a time when very few people had the courage to stand up and speak out. So I invited him back on today to discuss a few important topics, one of which was the Thai princess that many have probably seen in the, in the news recently uh, collapsing. And now in a coma, as far as I understand, it has yet to wake up following, I believe, 23 days after the third injection and whether or not that's related. And we're going to discuss a couple of other important claims that were recently made in an interview that Dr. Bhakti recently had and just kind of flesh out some of the previous claims to where we are now. I thought it was a good kind of coming full circle interview to bring him back on. So how are you today, Dr. Bhakti? It's great to see you again. Hi, how are you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can only imagine. It must be exhausting continuing. I mean, I think, you know, anybody in this field right now that is trying to do their best to expose the truth and then get, you know, overwhelmed with, I, I mean, just a bunch of nonsensical information that, you know, the frustrating part about it is I believe you've proven what you've said. I believe a lot of people in your field have proven your you know, claims in the beginning and nothing seems to change. And that's kind of an overarching point that I really harp on lately more than ever that. You know, this should have already ended based on the stuff that I believe has been proven and the dangers that are very clearly there. So I, I kind of like to start with something that you said in uh, a great interview that I that I want to make sure people take take the moment to check out. because There's a lot of other things in there as well. Uh, I have a couple of clips we'll play from today um, with um, I'll make sure I get his name correct. Uh, Pascal Najadi, a really great interview for both of you, in fact. And I, I uh, you made a claim in the beginning of this or rather a statement that I wanted to kind of flesh out because a lot of people's opinions have evolved over this process. And uh, you, you basically say in the interview that COVID-19 is a fake. And I wanted to know what you meant by that in general, like in regard to the vaccination, the manipulation, or that the entire thing has been manipulated. And, you know, Explain that for me and your thoughts on where we are right now in the, the broad concept of COVID-19. 
Well, the broad concept is very simple. Uh, the whole COVID-19 pandemic is a fake. It was planned. Uh, it was uh, carefully, all the details were worked out before it ever occurred. It was a pandemic. That's why I said it was fake. Mm -hmm. And it was done in order to um, create such panic in the world that these new gene-based vaccines could be enforced upon the world population. Hmm. At the beginning, we weren't quite certain whether they wanted to enforce the vector-based or the mRNA-based. It turns out that the mRNA-based were the horses that they placed everything upon. Okay. When I say they, I mean the people who have been uh, organizing everything. It's 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 organized uh, crime. We know this today. It's a fact. We all know that Fauci was behind this, that the WHO was behind this, that the CDC and the FDA have been playing along with them, that the, all the agencies in the world, the EMA, the Swiss uh, agency, they are all in league with them. And anyone who doesn't know this today is unfortunately suffering from terrible ignorance hmm. uh, from which they are going to suffer terribly, they and their families. So I and my wife and, of course, Pascal and all the guys around us, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, uh, what is it called, um, we, we're not, we are not the fakes and we're not trying to do this out of any personal interest. Mm -hmm. We're doing this as you are doing this because we want humanity to stand together and to stand up together to stop these criminals. They are killing us and worse so, they are killing our children. I agree wholeheartedly, and I just I'm, I'm glad to see that the the there's a, a lot of discussion around the you know the word fake illusion the concept of all of this, and so I, I'm right there with you in the concept of how this has been used, and clearly there's a lot of information around foreknowledge around the planning around this, and I, I sense you I'd like to go to some of the things you pointed out in that interview, for example, you you, you shared the information here, and why don't you just explain for us what we're looking at here. And why this essentially shows that this was not only you know discussed beforehand. It's what you shared with Pascal in regard to the the phase one fifty percent of that trial being done from two thousand nineteen to May twenty twenty and the rushed expedited um, process and and why that shows that they never did the safety trials and and so on. So explain for us wh what this is. Sure, uh, this is in German, mm -hmm. uh, but it's very easy to understand. You see, uh, this was the uh, uh, official uh, uh, statement made by BioNTech uh, to the stakeholders, uh, and it was the uh, annual report of 2019 that had a postscriptum dated the 14th of May 2020. And in this report, they said that they had developed an mRNA, this is all on the left, okay, mRNA, uh, 
vaccine against COVID-19. You see that it's in red. Mm-hmm. And the number is the same number that we have now. Okay. Now, if any medicinal agent is going to be applied that is new, that has never been applied before, it is international law that it has to be uh, tested in animal trials for safety and efficacy. And BioNTech stated that the preclinical trials, this is preklinisch in German, you see, you can point to it, had been performed. You see this black bar here. Now, that, that had been completed in May and that virtually half of the phase one clinical trial had also been done. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, anyone who, who is informed knows that BioNTech started with the production of this mRNA vaccine in January, the mid-January. So how could animal experiments for efficacy and safety ever have been performed by May or April? That's when they started the clinical trials. Mm-hmm. Now, clinical trials are not allowed to be started before you've done your preclinical trials for efficacy and safety. To make a long story short, it turned out that BioNTech had lied to the German authorities, the Paul Ehrlich Institute. Either they lied or they told the authorities that they were going to do it because at that time we had the emergency so that there was this telescope possibility mm-hmm. of uh, of doing the preclinical trials parallel to the human trials. But they would have had to be done. Now, first of all, the very fact that they dared to lie blatantly, I mean, this is, everyone sees, they said they'd done it, and they clearly had not done it. They had not done anything. They didn't have the time to do it. And they actually wrote a book, Project Lightspeed. Anyone can read this book. It's on the market. Uh, it's Joe Miller with the founders of BioNTech. There we are, Project Lightspeed. And in the German version on page 218-19, you read yourself how Zahin, who is the founder of BioNTech, said, we don't have the time to do this, mm-hmm. and then we will not do it. So they went to the Paul Ehrlich Institute, and the chief of the Paul Ehrlich Institute, who I am now convinced is part of the gang, I am convinced he belongs behind bars just as Pfizer and Biotech do, because they then gave them the permis- permission to do this, all right? Mm-hmm. And so they started injecting people, <clears throat> and that led up to the authorization. Well, sorry, guys, FDA, I think we're the first to go. Hmm. Therefore, FDA also has to be dragged to court, dragged to court. Because what happened then was that there was a rollout of an agent that turned out to be poisonous. 
Now, let me take this to you step by step again. I've said this again and again, but I can't say it. Look, there, no, no, we'll go back. The last okay. one was very good. Mm-hmm. The last one. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> you see, in January 2021, in January 2021, BioNTech submitted a non-clinical evaluation report to the Australian government in which it said no safety pharmacology studies were conducted. Now, you can turn this around any way you want. But the fact is, neither in humans nor in animals. And this is devastating. So, after the rollout in all the world, it was known that there had never been any safety testing. Now, the next step, of course, was, and now show the next one, please. Mm-hmm. The next step was that in November, it was already in, in November that this paper appeared. Look, the mRNA LNP, that's the lipid nanoparticles, the packaging, platforms, lipid, it is the platform used in preclinical vaccine studies is highly inflammatory. Guys, do you know what this means? They injected those empty packages, no mRNA, into mice, and those mice got damn ill. You know, they had, they were inflamed. Anywhere you put it in, it's like if you take, you take uh, 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 an iron needle and stick it into the skin of a mouse, a hot needle, it's mm-hmm. going to burn, right? Right. It's going to burn. Yeah. Highly inflammatory. <laughs> and th- this, I'm glad you, I'm, this is so important. This is something that a lot of us were trying. There, there's a lot of documentation before the COVID-19 era discussing how lipid nanoparticles were not for human use and, and overlap showing that, that, that they were toxic to a large degree, at least in previous uses. But so let me ask you something about the timing really quickly. So obviously what we just went over, what you showed here, this in and of itself seems to directly point, contradict this, right? So on the surface, they're later admitting that they haven't done the studies that at the very least this claims that were done preclinical and into phase one, Correct. if I understand that correctly. It's okay. Fraud. It's, fraud. it's fraudulent, fraudulent. Let, let me ask you an alternative possibility here, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, information that shows a lot of foreknowledge. Now, I agree with you completely what this shows. Is it possible, though, that this was the truth and that it was done before it was supposed to be known that it was being done? Do you think that's possible? No. Not at all? No, no, there, there are no. Look, if you've done anything, you have the, the data to show. OK, but Entech and Pfizer have no data to show. I, I'm just wondering whether or not this is this speaks to no. possibly being done and something that was being built before this was discussed. No, no, okay. no. Listen, uh, science is is based on proven facts. You, you've got to prove something. You can't just say we did it without having anything to show. Right. And they do not have anything to show. So let, let me continue then mm-hmm. with this paper in, in, in science that showed, and this has been shown. Yeah, okay. This is proof. And they show the pictures. Okay. And if Pfizer-BioNTech had ever done any preclinical animal experiments, they would have found the same thing. Mm-hmm. Of course. 
I mean, if you put a, an iron rod into your skin, you get the same effect whether you did it in 2018 or 2021. Mm -hmm. My God. You know, and, and, and then, oh, let, let, let me just finish mm -hmm. this because this has been a subject of discussion over the past week. People came to me to say, look, uh, the fact is that the dose that they put into these mice was much, much higher than the dose that people got. This, my dear fellow, is also one of those lies mm -hmm. Because people who know nothing about medicine and science, what was, how, how, how could these fact checkers, these are the fact checkers who come to tell me, look, they put, okay, only, uh, let, 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 let me give you a concentration, one, one milligram of the stuff in, it was less, okay. Mm -hmm into the mice and the mice got very ill and however you're only putting 10 milligrams into humans and humans are uh, a mouse is uh, uh, 25 grams a human is 50 70 uh, kilograms so that's 300 times at least or 3,000 times more so what they put in the mouse was nothing hmm. and what they put in people is uh, no what they put in the mouse was huge compared to what was put into people because man weighs a hundred times more than the mouse mm -hmm. but then I took no wait I said this is exactly the way people are misled the lay don't understand that if you have a substance a hot rod put in it is the local heat that is important not the local heat divided by the weight, because mm -hmm. it's the local reaction. And so the fact is, and this is something that I have not said before, because we just did these calculations three days ago. The dose that is being put into man and animals is at least 50 times higher than the dose that they put into the mouse. Wow. 50 times higher. At least well, let's say 10. But anyway, 10 is, it's so mind-boggling. And mm -hmm. these mice got these huge inflammations. You know, now, I'm going to come back and say two things. First of all, the authorization was based on fraudulent data. And therefore, any and every authorization can be retracted and must be. Every purchase contract was based on fraudulent data. Therefore, every purchase contract in the world can be annulled. But most importantly, now it is definitively known that injecting this is like jabbing a hot rod into the body of people. Mm. And it's going to cause Terrible inflammation. Now, where that happens, I don't care. But you are not allowed to jab a hot rod into any person's body. You mm -hmm. aren't. And I don't care whether a myocarditis may. I don't care. But the very fact that it is known that this is poison uh, makes it... It's. <laughs> you've got to forbid it. 
You've got yeah. to you can't put this into the bodies of your children. Right. This is what I was saying in the beginning. There's more than enough evidence on the table right now that these already should have been stopped a year ago, more than that, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm, I'm right there with you. It's this, this it, Whether people thought so or not up until this point, going forward, it's obvious there's some level of fraud. And I think I'm with you when I think the entirety of this, but for the average person, because we do have enough evidence at this point. And I'd like to bring this back to a point you made from the very beginning. And, and then and this is the important thing about this to show how clearly they've known this wouldn't work. And this is something I re- I don't see really very many other people making this point. And this is about mucosal immunity. You were really banging this up real early on about how these they knew from the beginning that it was not possible. These could create mucosal immunity. So can you explain that for me and why that's such an important point? Well, uh, yeah, I think I did this two years ago. It's, it's, it's so easy. I mean, this is textbook immunology it's not mm-hmm. my I, I didn't i didn't discover anything all i did three years ago was to stand up and say guys the textbooks have been screaming out to us this cannot be right and of course it wasn't right because textbook knowledge has been laid down by people who have really been scientists knowledgeable uh Honorable, most of them, not all of them. <laughs> I'm afraid to say that Fauci is also an author of one of these textbooks. And uh, I now feel very strong against him, I must say. Um, it's incredible how a man could, can, can act like this. I, well, that's and, why I think this particular point is so important, because you, I would, are, I, we could both agree he knows this information, correct? Of course. Right. And I think so, he's just co-authored a paper. I think he's just co-authored a paper uh, where it is laid down that of course, uh, because you're not creating, uh, generating antibodies that are um, exported to the surface of the mucosa, that means the, the linings of the airways, those antibodies that have been induced by the vaccine are in the blood and they never reach the airways. Never. And therefore, it was clear from the very, very beginning. And we wrote this in our books. It was clear. I believe this is the article you're probably referring to, if I'm correct. Oh, if not, it's one of it's one that he did put yes, out. He yes. co-authored. OK, where he basically yes. admits the same point. Yes, 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 yes. Amazing. Uh, yeah. But um, I believe that we wrote this in our. I can't remember. Our, our books appeared two years ago. Anyway, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it's no big deal. And I don't take any credit for this. I, I, I didn't discover this. My God, it's been known for decades. Right. It's been known for decades, guys. And what, what I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted is that my own colleagues, professors around the world don't know it. Right. This cannot be. You know, I, I belong to the old generation of, of, of scientists and, and microbiologists. Uh, I would have failed them. Get out. Okay? You're failed. Come back again in half a year. And we'll talk sense with each other. Or we don't talk to it. You know, this is the terrible thing about this whole pandemic. It has made me realize how very poorly educated most doctors in the world are. Yeah, that's an and important statement right there. 
that is so devastating to me. Quick, quick question on that. Do you think that's because of the system and the, the way that they're taught? Or is there something else there? Like, why do you think that's the case today? No, it's the system and the way they're taught. Yeah. The, the standards of education uh, from schools to universities has just gone to bits. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, uh, we're in the age where um, teachers don't talk to their students anymore. You've got, you've got your computers, you've got your laptops, you've got your whatever uh, online education. Uh, doctors don't see patients anymore. Doctors n- don't know how to how to uh, talk to patients, uh, get case histories. You know, right. they, they they don't do it, and they don't think it's necessary. Instead of this, they believe in people like Fauci, the WHO, the CDC. Get that lab test, and you have the diagnosis. I mean, how stupid can you get? Right? How stupid can you get? It's it's the opposite of the way that we've all been taught, right? This is it's not you know ha- it's it's making medicine faceless. It's not about the individual and their process and their health. It's about you know this is what we see. This is the kind of pill we give. At least that's my perspective. And I've I've talked to a lot of doctors that say the same thing that they've watched the the way that the I mean you can go back to the American Medical Association and you know the Flexner report or before really I would argue there's a lot there that shows that this has shifted. You know, completely true. You see, uh, they. And when I say they, it's the people at the top controlling the educational system. Mm-hmm. They have thrown modern medicine back into medieval times. We're now in the jungles, and you have the witch doctors. And who are the witch doctors? Fauci, WHO, you know, CDC. These are the witch doctors. Wow. That's just a horrifying sentiment to think about, right? Because, I mean, you're right. That's exactly what's happening. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's not horrifying. It's terrifying because they're killing our children now. Yeah, exactly. And people say, go on, we believe you. It's like burning witches. Witches. Right, right. And you make a great important point right there that it has now become more about faith and trust than anything even remotely resembling the scientific method. And that's it's how fast that happened is kind of shocking, but they, this is where they talk about trust, you know, trust the science. I mean, that that's a contradictory statement as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Yes. You see, trust is belief, right? Belief. And this is the, this is uh, the opening to superstition. You know, I come from a country uh, that is steeped in superstition. When I was a little boy, I remember all the, Stories that people don't go and sit under that tree in the night because the devil is going to come and you know and and, and I, I got afraid you know mm-hmm. I, oh my God maybe okay but what has happened now is that you guys all of America you've been thrown back centuries and um, my only hope is that enough of you guys wake up like you and uh, courageous, great guys, because you've got so many of them. So, no, no, there's no country like America. I'm, I'm U.S. born, as you may know. Mm-hmm. And I used to be proud of it. Now, and then Corona came, and I've been so ashamed. I have been so ashamed of having been born in the U.S., uh, spent my 
earliest childhood in Switzerland because Switzerland was the second country mm-hmm. which disappointed me to the root. The third country which has disappointed me such that you know I I have no words to express my sadness is Germany. Mm-hmm. I came to Germany because I believed in Germany and the Germans. I thought they were great people, courageous, brave, and uh, willing to rebuild everything that had been destroyed by this madman. Now I see that Germany is also ruled by M.M. And that the people have not learned from the past, but have remained the same. And this is so devastating. I don't know whether you understand what, what goes on in my heart and my soul. I'm yeah. so... I can only imagine. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's horrifying to watch. It's, it's terrifying to watch the shift in people's perspectives. Now, I would argue that a lot of that is fear and a lot of that's manipulation from the, 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 the powers that shouldn't be, as I would put it. And, you know, even in the United States, I'm with you. And it's been disappointing to see how many people would, you know, suddenly hate their neighbor because they were told something different, you know, but I'm now beginning to see a lot of that was more manipulation. And I'm starting to get a little more hopeful with how many are pushing back and and do to work like you, like the work that you're doing, Dr. Baki. So I do think that, you know, there's hope in my mind for the people changing what they're seeing. And and, you know, let let me bring this back again to something. Let me play a clip from uh, an interview you did in 2020. And then we and give me your thoughts on this, and then we could talk about the the princess in Thailand and 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 how that connects to all of this. Now, I, I often share this clip because honestly, I, there's only a few people that I can point at in your position that had the courage to stand up in 2020 and say this and 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 be proven right, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm gonna play this clip, and it goes over both the masks, lockdowns, and the injections on on Laura Ingram show, and then we can comment on it afterward. Distancing and the masks, just focusing on that for a moment, which of those two in your research and your work has been the most displaced? Both. Both have, not not at all backed up by the science. Zero science. And doctor, on the issue of the vaccine, tonight, Anthony Fauci uh, on this network actually said that 75% of Americans are going to have to get vaccinated to reach what they call herd immunity. Do you do you buy that? What utter nonsense. I know that Dr. Fauci is a, a renowned uh, immunologist. medical scientist and immunologist, but what he says has to be wrong. And this is also what we have taken great lengths to explain in the book. And uh, why, you know, someone who says this has not the slightest inkling of the basics of immunology. And this is very, very surprising for someone of Dr. Fauci's standing. And I would dare to defy him anywhere in the world at any time. But I cannot do this in two minutes. Well, so you believe that the COVID vaccine is not necessary? 
I think it's downright dangerous. And I warn you, if you go along these lines, you are going to go to your doom. That is a huge statement in 2020. So give me your thoughts on, you know, any of that. I, I, I'll ask some stuff after, but what, what's the first thing you think when you see that for where, for where we are now? Do you still have the same opinions on masks, lockdowns, all of it? Look, I don't think that anything I ever said has turned out not to be correct. Exactly. And uh, why should it? It was all based on knowledge and science. As anything I'm saying now, and if I talk to you today about the lipid nanoparticles, this is something that I did not know at that time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that I came to realize last year, and that has told me that what I said is double true. I mean, it's, you know, you, you get more and more reasons. So everything that I said at that time was true and is true. And now on top, you have other things that make it absolutely imperative that this madness has to be stopped. And I'm not talking about one MRI vaccine. I'm talking about all of them against cancer, against, you know, the factories are being built in Africa, Switzerland, the biggest in the world has just now been inaugurated for mRNA vaccines against cardiovascular disease. Hmm. What stupidity. I mean, it's bound to fail and it's bound to kill. They are bound to kill. And yeah. as, as, as I've said before, vaccines, like veterinary medicine will be swamped. And those poor animals are going to die. Your pets are going to die. Your racehorses are going to die. You know, this is just absolutely amazing. Guys, you better stand up soon. Yeah. Before you. Very, well, very soon. As far, as far as you know, what, or leaving just your assessment, you know, what, to what degree has that already happened? Because I know there are, like, I've, I've seen the mRNA flu shot is already like phase three, but in the past, I've seen these things happen where, like, as you're pointing out, that actually kind of alarmed me as a new dog, as a new dog owner, that these things have already happened and they're not telling anybody. So how far has this already reached in, in animals, but also in human vaccines, as far as you can tell, the mRNA platforms? Well, the uh, mRNA vaccines against the flu have been authorized, as I understand, and uh, the, the mRNA vaccines against uh, pneumovirus are on the verge of being authorized, mm -hmm. against uh, HIV are being on the verge. You know, this is all criminal. Uh, this is under emergency use authorization, although there is no emergency. Right. with a product that has never been subject to preclinical animal testing. You can't do this, guys. You just can't do this. That is known to cause serious illness in mice. Right. And just to reiterate for those that may just be tuning in, the, the incredible part, as, as you made clear just now in the beginning, is you were saying these things were deadly before you understood the, the seriousness of the lipid nanoparticles. So the point there yeah. is that and as I played the clip, you, you, all you need is the package. But then within that, you've got the mRNA, which has its own dangers. You've got the spike protein production, which has its own dangers, the repeated production. 
I mean, yeah, this every single part of this seems to be almost designed to be deadly. Now, I don't know if that's the case, but it's clearly deadly all the way around. I, it's just amazing. So it, yeah. why, why do you think there hasn't been more pushback from, you know, the individuals that are in the position to now be clearly able to see that this doesn't add up, but yet not say anything about it on the surface? Is this all just, I mean, I guess I don't, it would be a good opinion, but I, I'm just shocked that there are people in your position that haven't spoken up about this like you have. Yes, I have been bitterly disappointed. Yes. And uh, however, uh, I am witnessing the standing up of many, many very able people around the world, not in, so much in Germany, but a lot in America, a lot mm -hmm. in America. And this keeps, gives me a ray of hope that, that you guys are going to do it. Um, of course, the other, the other, uh, uh, person, uh, in whom I'm placed my hope is Pascal Najadi because mm -hmm. he's, he's so, uh, he's so wonderfully, uh, he's honorable and he's doing this because of the necessity that he feels has to do it. We are blood brothers now. You know, we have this, we're doing this. For the same reason, not for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, one, one last point uh, in regard to the lipid nanoparticles before we can finish on, on the Thai princess discussion is you make an interesting point in this very interview about, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> or rather you make it clear that the lipid nanoparticles are sourced from the United States, which then makes... Pfizer specifically culpable. Can you explain that for me and why that's important? Well, this was what people told me. I've learned this from the lawyers here. Uh, now, anyone in the world uh, can file a lawsuit against Pfizer in America. Uh, and uh, this makes the whole thing very interesting because if you file a lawsuit and win it in America against a company like Pfizer, you can earn a lot of money, a lot. And this makes it very attractive for lawyers, right? Yeah. Uh, attorneys mm -hmm. to jump in and say, we will do it. And there are thousands of people in the world who would, would scream for recompensation from Pfizer. Yeah. And if they get their lawsuits, win their lawsuits, Pfizer is going to be paying not billions, but even trillions. I don't, you, you, you know, what, yeah. what is a human life worth? Uh, you know, all these sportsmen who, who, who will never win a championship. Like, I don't know whether Nadal uh, got a shot, but I'm sure he did. And that's why he's never going to win again. He right. will never win another tournament. Okay. Uh, now, when these guys realize that their lives have been destroyed, and, the, you know, a person like a tennis player or whatever you want, their health is, so, is worth so much money, you, you won't believe it. And they can also, now the wonderful thing, and then I'm going to stop, is that now, and this is an announcement I'm going to make, uh, the pathologists with whom we've been associated and we've, we've been working together, but they've been doing the work, okay? Now have the means to show and detect the spike protein and, and this and is important, the mRNA 
in tissues and in blood and in blood. So if anyone was vaccinated relatively recently and feels bad, what he can do is he can have his blood taken. And then, of course, that those blood samples have to be transported to the lab so they can do it, but it can be done. Mm -hmm. And if that is done and you can show the spike protein and the mRNA for the spike in the blood, in the blood cells, I think that Pfizer and BioNTech are going to have a damn difficult time in court, a damn difficult time. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, this sounds like a class action lawsuit, if I've ever heard one. And I and I, I think we've already had at least two peer-reviewed studies that I've seen that have found specifically vaccine sequences and mRNA in the blood up to, I think one was 15, one was 65 days afterward. So oh, yes, I think, yes. yeah, so I, I think that's definitely what we should be seeing is people getting together, discussing their stories and trying to, you know, use the facts to create some kind of lawsuit like this because they deserve it. In my but opinion. You, you, you need the, the uh, method, the technique mm-hmm. to test this. And now the methods right. and the techniques are so easy. They're not easy, but they are doable. They are doable. Mm-hmm. You see, you don't need a special lab anymore. And uh, the protocols have now been produced. Outstanding. Well, I'll, I'll make sure and keep an eye out for that from your work and make sure my audience knows about that. I'm sure there's a, it's not my work. Well, I'm there's sure, I'm, I mean, through your work, I'm sure you'll share it is my point, but let, let me yeah. know about it and I will make sure it gets in front of the people that need to see that. Well, so so let's let's finish today by talking about, you know, why, why I think all that discussion was important to not just the Thai princess, which I'm not going to try to pronounce because I'm sure I'll say it wrong, but but that a lot of people out there in the same position as we were just discussing. So can you let me know what the story is in regard to how, you know, Go ahead, about her and, and after the injections, you think? It's, it's, it's very simple. Uh, as you said, uh, after her, the third shot, uh, she collapsed uh, one day, early December. Uh, it, she was perfectly well in the morning. This is very important. Absolutely well. And in the afternoon, evening, she collapsed and she had cardiac arrest, uh, cardiac failure, Okay. Uh, this went through all the newspapers. Um, So when I was in Thailand, uh, I arrived in Thailand on the 31st of December for a two-week holiday. My Thai friends and colleagues arranged for me to to meet two high-standing advisors. One was the privy councillor to the king and the royal family. The other was a close advisor to the government, to the top of the government. I don't want to name names now. I could name one name because he he outed himself the next day, uh, coming out in public to say, yes, I met with Bhakti, and he told me very interesting things that moved me to say this. So all I did was uh, we had... A close discussion, there were about five people present each time, it was two days, and I explained to them what I showed you today, that everything was fraud, all right? And um, therefore, my question to them was, would it not be possible for the Thai government to annul the, the, the purchase contract? 
and demand the money back from Pfizer, mm -hmm. with which they could recompensate the poor ties who had suffered from this jab. And there are many, many. There have been deaths, you know. Uh, there's been tragedies, and they are happening all the time. Then I went on to ask, would it not be of interest for the ties to think about filing a case against Pfizer in the USA. My questions uh, received positive replies from both. And they said, it's they who said it, yes, Thailand will be able to annul these contracts because the contracts were made in Thailand and anything that is signed in Thailand is subject to Thai law, nothing else. And with that, we went away, departed, and I went to the beach and spent a week doing nothing except saying, it's so good to have been able to talk to these two guys. Now, mm -hmm. the very next day after I left Bangkok with my family to go to the beach, this one advisor uh, called in a conference online, of course, mm -hmm. with I think hundreds of people who were, were, you know, at the top. And he, and he wrote this, he tweeted this. So it's no, it's no secret. I didn't do it. But he said, I met Bhakti and he told me things that were extremely interesting and valuable to know. And then he said, and I can send you his, mm -hmm. his mail. Please do. Uh, brothers, Thai brothers and sisters, it is time for us now to stand up. All right, hmm. to unite and fight. Outstanding. And um, a prince and relative of the king was present at that conference. And this was also, you know, spread in time. And he said, you are right. I was severely ill and a friend of mine died. Wow. Okay. So, and, and that's why, and that went around the world. But however... The news that was spread was not quite accurate, unfortunately. Shocking. Because, <laughs> because people said, I had done, I didn't do anything. I just talked for two hours, one, two times one hour, to two, hi, all right. And that's the case. Now, what has happened since then? Mm -hmm. Question. The princess is still unconscious. Um, the diagnosis that is being spread is ridiculous. Everyone knows this. Could you speak on that for me, actually? Because that's important, that how that's not even possible in your, in your opinion, as I understand it. Oh, that's very easy. Uh, first, the Thai authorities uh, uh, said, that was in December, that she had massive hemorrhage, bleeding in the brain, okay? Um, which, of course, was nonsense because, you know, hemorrhage in the brain is so easy uh, to diagnose. Mm -hmm. You just jab, look at the liquor, and it's red. And it wasn't, okay? Uh, now they changed the diagnosis, you see, and said that she had a so-called <clears throat> mycoplasma pneumonia. Now, mycoplasms say nothing to anyone, okay? Uh, it's only if you, you've studied medicine and infectious diseases that you know that mycoplasms are bacteria that enter through the nose, go to the lung, can uh, cause pneumonia, 
which can be serious. And uh, once in a lifetime, the bacteria will reach the heart. Okay. Um, But they said she had a mycoplasm uh, myocarditis, which caused a heart failure. Okay. Now, anyone who's done, gone through medicine, anyone who would come to me and see this in the exam would be thrown out of the door. You know, it's impossible. There is not a single known case of mycoplasm uh, myocarditis that develops within hours and causes cardiac arrest. It can't happen. Wow. And While we have numerous studies peer-reviewed and otherwise that show that we definitely have myocarditis being caused by the injection. So choosing something that's never happened before in face of all this. It's stupid. It's so absolutely, utterly, it's it's embarrassingly stupid. Um, But, you know, uh, what I've been telling my Thai compatriots to the toppest level is saying, now, don't go down the wrong road. Don't start blaming those poor officials, the chiefs of the university hospital who spread this because they are probably under pressure to do so. They are under pressure. All of these poor guys are under pressure or they've been bought. And if they've been bought, they're also under pressure because if they don't do the right thing, something terrible is going to happen to them. I mean, guys, we all know this, right? What the Thais have to do is show the world how to go. Don't fight. Don't put your finger on this guy and say, you were lying. You were stupid. This, uh, But say, okay, guys, why don't we just forget it? Let bygones be bygones. Get up and annul that Pfizer contract. And if you have the guts, go for Pfizer in America and get those billions and trillions of dollars back to Thailand so that Thailand can be rebuilt, then you will be forgiven forever. Also, by the king and by the Thai people. Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think that this is the direction we need to be going in. And, and I think what's important to point out is how, as far as I can tell at the moment, the corporate media, this is an older one, but this is where you'll find everywhere saying that that the argument that they're even the banning the Pfizer contract essentially is not real. So can you comment on for for me uh, where you where, as you understand it, is the government at, if you know at all? Are they are they in the process of doing what you discussed with them or has there been pushback from other people within the government or do you not have any insight on that? I I have been told undercover that many things are happening right now. As we talk to each other, uh, I've been told that they cannot be transmitted to me. They can, I would have to come and they would be telling, but we have under closed doors. Mm-hmm. I understand. Uh, so, uh, but they say, rest assured, things are happening. Well, that's good to just, hear. Just be patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next weeks uh, will be of great interest to the world. That's what I've been told. 
Well, good. I, I'm going to be hopeful about it. I mean, I think the the obvious point to make is that it would appear, you know, the, the the corporate media out there tends to jump the gun and say whatever they're told to, you know, especially groups like Snopes and so on, what they're being told by higher ups. It doesn't necessarily, my point being just because Snopes of all places say that's not happening doesn't mean that it's not actually happening. It just means that they're not aware of what you're aware of that's going on behind the scenes. So I, I think it's really interesting to see how quickly with all the evidence we have on the table and everything we've even discussed today that we it's proven peer-reviewed science research around the world, you still have entities like this in the media that are more than happy to cover their eyes, plug their ears, and just continue to toe the narrative, you know, to continue to toe that line. So where do you feel we are right now with everything happening in regard to, you know, Thailand being the government, being receptive to what you're saying? Do you think we're beginning to see a turn here or are you feeling it's getting worse? Where, where do you see us right now? I don't think it's getting worse. I, 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 I tend to be slightly optimistic that a turn is in sight. That's good to hear. I'm with you. I, I agree. I think that people are becoming more and more aware because of the work of people like yourself and are beginning to ask questions. And I think that it's it's the platforms and the people, the, the body of work is just growing in general. So it makes me happy to see. And I do think that the more this progresses, the more that they'll be pressured. My only worry or concern is that that it's a you know powerful entities that don't seem to really ultimately care what the people think. So I'm wondering where that tipping point is, you know, but the best we can do is to continue to expose the truth. It will be up to the people of America mm-hmm. to do the job. My only worry, I tell you very openly, is what I see in Germany. You see, I'm afraid that the jab has been causing people to lose their identity, lose their minds, lose their souls, lose their willpower, lose their humanness. This is strange, horrible, but it could be easily explained if what I had envisaged all the time turned out to be true, that you have small vessel vasculitis going on in the whole brain, so that brain cells are dying left and right, up and down, and you can never find out where this is happening. This causes changes of you as a human being and your brain. And that, of course, uh, if this goes on with the next boosters, the time will come where man and mankind does not have the guts and the possibility to stand up anymore. Man, that is that is a very chilling sentiment to finish on. Ultimately, the the point being that it's altering their brain to a point to where they're no longer even acting or the same person anymore, essentially. Or yeah, that that is a terrifying reality that I think is obviously. I mean, with what we've seen of what these things are doing, I don't think that's even hard to. That's a provable point. I think of where we are. To what degree do you think that's happening? Oh. To a great degree. You, you have to know that um, the pathologists have now looked at 80 autopsies, 80 brains here in Germany, and they've seen microvascular changes in more than 50% of the cases. Wow. That, that's, that is very terrifying. Well... I, I definitely think that what we're doing and what you're doing and the awareness around this, the effort to stop. I mean, I think it's a for, I think it's obvious these things are dangerous. And I think it's obvious that a lot of people are beginning to become aware of that. So I guess, the, you know, what we need to do is just continue to try to wake people up and take action. What do you think people can do other than 
talking about this. Are there any, you know, other than class action lawsuits, any advice for people that are out there looking for something to do right now to make a difference? I think there are many, many lawyers and many attorneys who are very, very active at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I hope and I pray that they are successful. You know that the first indictment against Fauci has been uh, filed and it's, it, it, it's ongoing now. Outstanding. It's, yes. Um, I, they have to be stopped as soon as possible. I agree. And, you know, and to, 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 oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. <clears throat> to be brought to justice. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100 percent. And I agree. And I, I think that, you know, to to end on on somewhat of a as much as this can feel insurmountable and, and to some degree it is and, and dark. I do believe to end on a positive note that the reason this is so, so there's so much conflict and so much tension with this is because people are aware of it. If there wasn't a Dr. Bhakti out there calling this what it was in 2020 and others doing the same. I wonder if we would even be aware that it was happening the way it is. So it's no, a dark time be because people are dead and dying around you. Right. You would right. just not have realized that this was foreseeable, predictable and bound to happen. That's that was my what I was trying to do. Now that people see that I was right. You no, know, I'm, I'm not saying this because of any vanity. Mm-hmm. It's just because as a scientist, you always ask yourself, uh, is what you're saying scientifically sound? And only if it is, would someone like me stand up and say it. Because as I tell you again, we, Karina, my wife and I, we have nothing to gain by anything that we're doing. We've had so much to lose and we have lost so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that it's because of you guys. We, 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 we you know, we think that 95% of the humans on this earth are really great. We are, we are, we are humanity. Mm-hmm. And if, if, however, they are not informed, and they can't. I was in Thailand and I, I told my, my Thai friends the problem about Thailand is that the level of education in Thailand is so low first and second Thais are taught from the very beginning childhood in school to believe and to obey huh. and that's why I give Thailand no chance unless it's a top down decision. That's why I was to reach the top. Now, America is different. America is absolutely the opposite. America does the down top thing because the top is so rotten that you have no chance. You have no chance. Well, I I, I believe, I I mean, I agree completely and I I share your optimism about the fact that the people can change from I think that's what's happening right now in this country and I and I again to the point I believe it's because of people like you and those out there that have woken us up my point is ultimately that you're right that we a lot of negative and you know people dying a lot of stuff would have happened but would we have known to call it like you're calling it now and I think my point is that 
I see a positive note there that I see more people waking up, more people standing, more people, you know, holding people to account than I have, at least in my time doing this. So just to try to end on a positive note, I, I definitely think that, you know, the tide is turning to a degree and we need to capitalize on it. So thank you for taking the time to continue to share this with everybody. I really think your work is paramount. It's it, from the beginning to now you have been correct on this and you continue to be. So thank you for your work and anything else you want to leave us with today. Bless you all. Well, thank you for being here. And as always, everybody out there, question everything. Come to your own conclusions. Stay vigilant.